Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Pixel Swim podcast. My name is Steve Heinrich. Today is April 5th, 2018. And yeah, we've made it to episode 11. Uh, episode 10 was a big, uh, was a smash hit. <laughs> I just want to say a huge thank you to Tom Stewart for coming on last time. Uh, it was really a joy to talk to him. It was, uh, it was more than I could have asked for for my first guest. So I was so happy to have Tom on. It was a great, a great guest. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I got really good feedback. Uh, across the board. So I just, but I also want to thank uh, Steve Litchfield for helping me out with the audio on that. Cause when I first released it, it was a little bit off as far as the volume of the voices. So mine was a little bit low and Tom's was way up there. So he, Steve said he had to, you know, flip the, he had to, he was rocking his volume up and down uh, as depending on who was talking. So uh, thanks to him for helping me out to figure out, the compression settings in audacity uh which i did not know what that was or that it was even there i mean you know, i've seen it in the menu but uh yeah he definitely pointed me in the right direction got everything corrected and new up, uh, mp3 uploaded so uh thanks again steve for that and yeah thanks again tom for coming on it was really a pleasure so a few other thanks this week for people responding on Twitter. Uh, a thank you to Roland J. Roberts for always just automatically retweeting the episode when I post it. So I appreciate that. I, it's really nice. Uh, I just want to thank Neil Gilroy for reaching out and saying he enjoyed the episode on Twitter too. And Mike Latour, Latori, <laughs> whichever way you prefer, Mike. Uh, thank you for uh, the positive feedback on the episode too. So I know everybody enjoyed uh, having or hearing Tom on the episode. So, and I also just wanted to state this week, uh, probably something I should have stated in the, the intro episode zero, 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 uh, is that I'm not by any means a, a professional <laughs> phone reviewer or reporter, you know, or I, I'm not a, a tech reporter, I guess you could say. I just am an enthusiast. So I just wanted to to put that disclaimer out there that this is all just a, a hobby for me. So I've got the time and I just need an outlet. And I've just, you know, the podcast has been really great for that. So I appreciate everybody who's given positive feedback and, and I hope I can keep your interest here. So a few things this week. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter at Pixel Swim, you will see that I got two of the Nokia MD12 speakers that I spoke about on the episode. So uh, I took advantage of the deal. They were $8.99 each. So these speakers are really nice. Uh, they've, they're very versatile. They're not, you know, it's not the most amazing sound in the world, but it does have that bass reverberation that I really enjoy. Uh, it's, it's amazing when you lift this thing off of the surface, the difference in sound. I'm going to try and find a review that I saw on YouTube of these speakers where it can you can kind of get the idea of the difference between having it on a surface and then also when it's not on a surface and, and the difference in sound and the quality. So it's pretty, pretty cool and amazing the how much <laughs> this the the speaker vibrates when music is playing. So it's a really neat thing to kind of see in action and feel if you you hold it in your hands and while it's playing you know while the volume's up and it's there's a bassy song on you can definitely feel it vibrating and and i mentioned before too that it's magnetic so you do have to be careful when you're playing it really loud if you stick it to like a refrigerator or something like that uh it will vibrate and move <laughs> and may potentially fall off of the refrigerator so 
Uh, it's you know, but if it's at a decent level, uh, volume wise, it will stick, and you can still listen to it while it's on the fridge. So uh, we have a a little awning over our stove, and so we it's a metallic awning, and so we put it on that, and it works well on there. The reverberation is very good, so. It's they've been really enjoyable. Uh, we've got one in the kitchen now and, and in the bedroom. And so it's just, you know, it's a nice little versatile speaker. And at that price, it was hard to, to pass up. So also this week, I still haven't switched all of my passwords over to NPass. And I know I've been talking about it the last few episodes. Uh, things have been crazy. I got a little bit sick this week. So if this episode's a little short, I apologize in advance. But yeah, I still I haven't switched over to Empaths. I, I looked at an exporting, exporting all of my, because uh, I had imported most of my work passwords into KeePass. And so I was looking at exporting those and getting them imported into Empaths. And basically, I did that by, uh, there's a few different export options in KeePass. And one of them is basically to create kind of an, a, a, basically a CSV file, an unsecure one, <laughs> which is kind of odd, but uh, it then in which case you can load that into NPass. And I did that, but it didn't categorize any everything. So I'm going to try a different export option. It was, I was just doing it very quickly to, you know, to see if I could do it. Uh, so technically everything is in NPass now, but they're not categorized or named or anything like that. So I've got to keep working on trying to get all the passwords into NPass. Uh, it might just start over. Luckily, there's only about, uh, I don't know, 25 passwords that I'm looking to bring into NPass. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, hopefully soon I'll be able to get it into NPass. And, and then eventually I'm going to pay the $9.99 uh, nine dollars ninety nine cents to purchase the NPass mobile app, so I can have unlimited entries via mobile, which would be good. And then uh, it's still uh, completely free to use as on the desktop version. So, and then it's also free in the uh, the browser extensions are free too. So basically, anything you're doing on the desktop, which is where you know I use most of my passwords. Uh, is free so but it's you know i want the option to do it on mobile and a one-time fee of about ten dollars is is not a lot to ask considering the the type of information and the type of service you're getting with this so yeah i'll, I'll keep you posted uh hopefully next week i'll have more info on that but i can't you know i can't guarantee anything so mpass has been good so far uh i'll report back when i'm fully loaded and, and ready to to go on that so Another thing that I wanted to talk about is a Chrome extension that I found recently to solve a problem for uh, my wife. So she's going to school right now for mechanical engineering, and she uses the web browser a lot. She uses Chrome, and she she has a lot of tabs open a lot of the time. You know, looking up you know help and and stuff like that. Uh, that she the thing is, is that a lot of times she, she's on long sessions where she's got, you know, 10 tabs or 15 tabs open and she's doing her homework. But, you know, it's it's getting late. And so she's got to go to bed. And so uh, she needed a solution to save all of the tabs that she had, because basically she was living on a wing and a prayer that, you know, she closed the laptop lid 
with the with you know everything loaded in the ram and and chrome still open you know and all the tabs but there was no you know it was if the you know windows decided to restart or something you know went funny then she would lose all of those tabs so and yeah granted they're in the history but you know you got to dig through the history and all that but i did find a chrome extension like i said called session buddy and i'll put a link to this in the show notes it's a re- it's it's basically solves this problem so you you get an icon you know in your toolbar like most extensions and Basically, it just manages all your sessions. Uh, you can save all of the tabs that are open. I think it, there's an there's an automatic saving type of deal in there too. So you can. It's a really great tool. I definitely suggest even if you don't think. I just I su- I suggest checking it out because even if you don't think that you're going to need you know all of your tabs that are open right now, it's worth checking out because. If you're, you know, doing research on something or you're, you know, for me, phone shopping or, you know, comparison shopping on certain things and, you know, you run out of time and you just you want to save your where you're at at that moment. It's a great extension. It it offers a lot of options and it presents it in a really easy to use way. So and, and there's every, you know, like I said, it has automatic session it saves sessions automatically so you can go back to certain previous sessions like if i look at mine now i have one from three days ago four days ago five days ago there was you know six tabs so it saves it automatically saves your sessions so and then you can save your own sessions which is what she would would do uh she would save all the tabs that she has open and then she could you know name it whatever homework she's working on and then easily be able to go back and open all those tabs and restore what she was doing. That way, you know, if in case <laughs> she still, I think, closes the computer and keeps all the tabs open, but just in case, it'll save them for her. So I thought it was a really great solution. Uh, I'm not, I can't remember who created it, but it's really nice. And, and the interface is very slick and very clean and, and minimal. So it doesn't really get in the way too much. Uh, definitely suggest session buddy so check that out in the show notes and yeah highly recommend okay so the next thing that i want to talk about and i'll start with a disclaimer i am not (laughs) i am not being paid by lenovo in any way uh because i'm about to talk about a laptop that i saw this weekend that i don't you know don't get out to the stores too often uh, but i did go my wife and i went to costco over here in the u.s big box store our I guess a big box bulk store, buy in bulk, a uh, really nice store. But either way, we went there this last weekend and I got hands on with a Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Carbon. So they have, you know, a bunch of laptops that they have out on display. But this one really struck me because I hadn't had hands on with a, a recent ThinkPad in a long time. And like I said, not being paid by Lenovo, I just I am a big fan of Lenovo. I do. I have a bunch of their stuff. So uh, my computer and my mouse and and all that, uh, even a backpack. <laughs> but again, not being paid by Lenovo, I just like I I like their products. I really do. I think they do a great a great job. So, and the fact that they're you know own Motorola now is all the bonus. You know, I enjoy those those phones too. I j- enjoy their their cell phones. So, anyway, back to the ThinkPad X1 Carbon. So this thing was very impressive. Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't get hands on with laptops too often, but man, I wanted to <laughs> buy this off the shelf, even though it was $1,600. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it was super loaded, except for one thing, which I'm going to bring up in a minute here, but 
it has the here's some of the here's the specs for it. Okay, uh, so it has an eighth generation Intel Core i7 dash eight five five zero U or OU, not sure. Uh, 16 gigabytes of DDR3 memory, which is kind of strange. I think DDR4 is the newest, but either way, 16 gigabytes, that's pretty loaded. And it's a 512 or 512 gigabyte PCI SSD hard drive, SSD, great, awesome. (laughs) And then here's the one thing, and I'm going to throw a question out to somebody if they could explain this. Maybe in a little further detail to me whether it, this is a bi- a disadvantage or not, because uh, as far as it, a computer that I would get, so the graphics is an integrated Intel UHD graphics six twenty, so it's integrated, so on board or I don't know if on board is right, but integrated Intel UHD graphics. So I know that the computer I have now has dedicated graphics with four gigabytes of its own RAM, but the I mean the rest of the specs on this thing are are amazing and so what I'm wondering is because I use Photoshop a lot every once in a while I do render video and I use basically the Adobe suite if you think about Adobe Creative Cloud uh, Photoshop Illustrator InDesign uh, After Effects uh, and things like that um, I, I use those quite a bit so my, I guess my question would be if somebody could, you know, reach out and help me is whether or not the integrated UHD Intel UHD graphics 620 uh, is going to be a, an issue with using programs like Photoshop and stuff like that. Because I know that Photoshop is more and more using a it's using its own GPU power. It, it'll use your GPU quite a bit more to render, you know. And, and you and display all of the the high-res images that you might be working on so yeah I guess that's the question uh, am I losing performance going with an integrated graphics card uh, as opposed to a dedicated if I'm using programs like Photoshop and all that considering the spec of the rest of the computer I mean it's 16 gigabytes I know that integrated graphics cards use, some of your RAM to they basically use some of your RAM uh, and if it's specced out with 16 gigabytes of RAM is am I really going to notice a difference between a dedicated card and an integrated card with a computer that has all these other specs so if, if somebody can <laughs> give me some clarity on that I've tried looking into good you know Photoshop computers and and what people suggest and generally and it's funny because i found a post that's literally there was two different answers and they were the opposite one was go for ram don't worry about the graphics card and the other was go for a graphics card photoshop's using it more now so i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure i don't know if anybody's gonna know but i you know if anybody has any inclination that would be uh great uh it's okay if you don't <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to keep researching. So, but back to this computer. Okay. So it, the reason that it struck me was because this thing is, is seriously light and thin and small. It's a 14 inch screen, which I've worked on a 14 inch screen before, and it's more than enough for me. Um, even with, you know, using Photoshop and designing and stuff like that, I get along just well, uh, with it. So, it's super light. It's 2.49 pounds and it's super thin. 
I picked it up and it was amazing. I was just like, I could bring this anywhere. You know, it was like super portable and really nice. The key, the keyboard was nice. And, you know, I've never really been too much into the ThinkPad design, that black and red with the the nipple on the keyboard <laughs> or whatever they want to refer to it as. So, and the, it's such a, this thing was so nice. It was just, you, you could tell as a piece of quality tech that was meant to be used and abused so that i mean that's part of what the thinkpad series kind of brings to it is that durability so and it also had fast charging uh and an amazing battery life which is really interesting because i i don't know that i've seen a laptop that has fast charging on it uh it claims you can get up to uh 15 hours of battery life and then you can charge it 80 percent in just an hour so that's pretty, pretty good. Uh, and all of these things holding onto the computer is great feel, super thin, super light. I just, <laughs> you know, it just really got me like I want to buy this computer uh, even, but it's super expensive. So, and the one question I had about it was the graphics card. So if I could get, anybody could give me clarification on that, I would definitely look a lot closer on that. Um, it also has a fingerprint reader that works with Windows Hello and which is nice. Uh, I use a pin on my laptop now, a pin backed up by a password, and that would be nice to use too. So I, it's just a really nice computer. I thought I'd bring it up. Again, I will link to this uh, computer in the show notes. It's definitely looks like a really nice machine, something I wish I could you know, try out <laughs> before I bought it uh, to kind of decide whether or not that graphics thing is going to play a role in my everyday usage. So the computer looks really great. So I took a couple pictures of it. Uh, the, you know, at Costco, they have one out on display. So I took a picture of the price of it, the picture of the computer itself, and then also just the little info card that they put out on display. So I'll post all of those in the show notes and uh, link to Lenovo's website to so you can see more about that. But it looks like a really nice machine. I just had to bring it up because, I, like I said, I don't get out very often and it's nice to get hands-on with tech. You know, I don't, I don't get hands-on with tech very often. Usually I'm going online and I rely on unboxing videos and, you know, people's reviews to kind of be in, in place of a hands-on, which, you know, that that's what those videos, I find value to those videos. I do most, a lot of people may not like unboxing videos or, you know, the hands-on initial review videos, but I like those because it, a lot of times I can't get out and see these products or because I'm so into products that are kind of odd, like usually they're not on display at a local store. You know, I'm not in a city. I'm not in a, in a city, near a city, but not in one um, or, you know, a dense, densely populated city. So we don't get, you know, all everything you can't, you can't, everything's not on display. So basically we're limited to like a Best Buy or that's about it. <laughs> so you can check that out. And uh, yeah, really cool piece of tech. And then the last thing this week, real quick, I wanted to talk about the fact that I've had my SIM card in the LG Q6. I mentioned on the the phone show chat that I was on that I had picked two of these up, one for my wife uh, and then one for myself because it was a nice little device. So I've had my SIM card in it for about a week and a half or so. Uh, and I've really enjoyed it. The form factor is really great on it. It's a nice little device. Uh, the camera is a little bit of a letdown, but 
you know, it's serviceable. Um, when, you know, I don't necessarily, I'm not looking to, you know, create an, an artistic scene, but I would like a little bit more sharpness in them. They, the photos do tend to come out of just a tad muddy if the light light is a little bit low. So, but yeah, it's, I've really been enjoying it. I've been getting on with the LG experience, you know, their, their, uh, home screen with, uh, no app drawer. Uh, and, and that's the, that's the one weird thing about it is, I know on the LG G6 and LG G5, uh, I'm not sure what other ones, but the that option to get the app drawer or the version of LG Home, I think it is, their uh, home their home screen <laughs> app app drawer uh, is it doesn't show up. Like no matter what I do in the settings, it will not show up. So I've learned to live with the all icons on the home screen. So a very Apple like experience, I guess you could say icons and folders. Uh, and then, you know, obviously widgets to a few widgets. But yeah, I, you know, honestly, it hasn't been too difficult to get used to. There's there's a lot of apps that I don't use too often that are just going to sit in a folder and, and on the home screen. So it's you know it's been enjoyable. I've, I've I think the device is a really great budget device. It's so solidly made. That's probably the most solidly made budget device I think I've ever used. So it's got an uh, aluminum frame and and it's, you know it's got some sort of military grade drop you know rating or something like that. So I'll link to the specs to that in the show notes so you can check that out. But yeah, the LG Q6 has been enjoy it's you know i've been enjoying to use the one of the things about it too is that the earpiece the speaker the speaker or the earpiece i should say just the earpiece is really loud and clear so that's been really nice uh you don't get that too often on budget devices i feel like on uh the motorola budget devices the earpiece is just a little quiet uh for when you're on a phone call so it's it's been a nice i think you know, I'm noticing that that is one feature that I really look for in a, in a device is a nice loud earpiece uh, because I do take a lot of calls for work. And then the speaker on it, nah, you know, it's thin and tinny, but it is loud and clear on speaker calls. So there, there is that. So not nearly as loud and clear as the Idol 4S that I have, the, the Windows phone, which is just probably the best phone for phone calls that I've had. Although... On the Idol 4S, the earpiece speaker, like when you're not on a speakerphone call, is just a little, uh, how do I describe it? It's a little fuzzy. Fuzzy, I guess, would be the word for it. It's still clear, it's still loud, but there's a little bit of fuzz to the noise uh, or the the sound that comes out, uh, which isn't bad. It's not a deal breaker because the speakerphone is amazing because it comes out of both speakers, so... Uh, yeah, the LG Q6 is definitely a thumbs up for me. Uh, camera's serviceable, not great, but overall, it's a good LG experience in a in a smaller, slightly smaller handset. And uh, yeah, it's a really great device. So, okay, so that wraps up this week. I appreciate everybody tuning in again, and just thank you for all of the amazing feedback. Oh. Uh, before I forget, uh, Frank Neithart, who said that I said his name pretty decent, left a comment on the last episode. Uh, so thank you for that, Frank. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. But And like I said, there are comment section on 
uh, each episode on pixelswim.com. You can go and find the episode and leave a comment. So uh, somebody else actually did, but they, you know, because I use discuss, discuss for the comments section and somebody left a comment, but they, it looks like they use the, like the default random discuss username. So I'm not sure who they were, but I appreciate them uh, giving feedback uh, about uh, Tom and his Apple watch from the last episode. So it was, uh, he talked a lot about uh, Cortana and how that has integrated text to speech, like SMS message to speech, and then you can reply by voice. So Cortana's had that for a while. And I, I responded that I had used that in the past or not really used it, I guess I should say. I remember when the first time when I had my Lumia 640 connected to Bluetooth in my car, that it offered me an option to respond to the text message via voice. So that was, yeah, that, and I, I thought, well, that's pretty cool, but uh, I don't really want to. So I eventually turned it off in the settings. But yeah, so I appreciate whoever that was, whatever your name is, uh, discuss 3K9MVQ5DHH. Thank you for your comment. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I read out the randomized uh, username there. Anyway, so yeah, thanks again for tuning in. Go to pixelswim.com for all of my social links and for the episode. And just follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, I post, try and post stuff there. Like I said, I was sick this week, so I didn't post as much this week. But uh, I always post a new episode there and I'm on Google Plus as well. But yeah, pixelswim.com is where you'll find everything and, and you can get in contact. I really appreciate everybody who's reached out. Oh, and one last thing. <laughs> I did forget about another email that somebody sent. Uh, 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 I just want to say thank you to Rob Vanderkam for pointing out the fact that I said caveat instead of caveat last time on the podcast so uh he you know he made sure to say he's you know he's not trying to offend or uh he's trying to be supportive and but he you know he's a stickler for pronunciation so i i appreciate that i really do i, I didn't mean to say it wrong it was just you know i visualized it in my head and and said it as i saw it you know and kind of stumbled over it so caveat i think that's the right way to say it let me know rob feel free to respond to that uh, again, I think I've been trying to wrap it up here. I keep interrupting with other things, but yeah, go to pixelswim.com. I appreciate you tuning in again and just have a great night or, you know, afternoon, brunch, uh, evening, whatever time it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed. speed.